Wings Things podcast. I'm going to, again, circle around our building here today, but I'm going to stay on the sports station. Uh, the Polish pipe bomb. You may know him. You may not. If you don't, you've made a huge mistake. His name is Jeff Orlowski. He does not get nearly enough hours here. Why is that, Jeff? I don't know. I don't know, Bart. I'm finally getting my first on-deck show on Saturday. I couldn't be happier. Oh, wow. Yeah. A little Brewers pregame. Been asking for a year and a half, and I get one. Don't screw up. Thank you. Thank you for the pep talk. Yeah, I mean, this is like maybe your only opportunity to expand your profile here. It is uh, in the month of May, and uh, we shall see what the rest of the uh, summer uh, brings us. But, uh, yeah, this is the one and only so far. But, uh, like I said, I'm excited and uh, and can't wait. So tune in Saturday. You do uh, the producer's podcast, though, right? I mean, you've, yeah. you, you're you like the one guy still cranking those out. Yeah, me and Anthony are doing them now. Uh, I did uh, uh, Packers podcast uh, last week, the Unknown Packers podcast with Bryce and Jeremiah. Uh, oh, you were on that? Yeah. Okay, good. So that was fun. It was at Black Husky Brewing or whatever. Uh, I don't know. You know, decent bar, but they don't sell Budweiser, so I was drinking Diet Coke. Uh, oh, you went to a bar to do one? Yeah. Yeah, they do it live at this bar. It was kind of cool. So, Wait, the only beer you drink is Budweiser? I drink domestic. So I can do MGD. I can do, you know, Bud Light, but Budweiser is preferred. Uh, and all they have is the stuff they brew, and I tried about four of oh. them, and I said, give me a soda. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it's great, but I'm not a beer snob, man. You know, give me give me something under 20 bucks for a 30-pack and watch me get hammered. What's the worst beer you've had? Oh, come on. You know, we all drank Beast Light and Natty Ice. Did you ever have Mountain Creek, six for two bucks? No, but I had Hams, which was a six-pack for two oh nine when I was growing up. Oh, my God. That and that, God, that stuff is horrible, man. Lacrosse light we would have when I went to lacrosse. Okay, you got a thirty pack for nine ninety nine, but I don't know what it was. Like I'm not a big beer guy because, as I always say on the air, it hurts my tummy. Okay, you know if I drink too many, I get bloated really quickly. I don't know if that's a thing or a disease. You know whatever. Yeah. I, I think I have like I have wannabe celiac disease. Nice. Where I you know want to say that I am allergic to gluten, but I know I'm not. I just know I eat too much. Okay. So that's the problem. But lacrosse light would turn my face into a red tomato, and like my face would burn. Really? When I drink lacrosse light. Wow. We used to slam that stuff. The only beer that really messes me up like that is Coors Light. If I drink like two Coors Lights, I have heartburn and I'm puking. And, you know, obviously it takes more than two beers to get me... uh get me to the vomit stage uh but yeah it's it, coors light just i can't do it man what's the most beer you've had in a sitting like in a day like like because so, sometimes these people will say yeah i took down a 30 pack last night i say you fuck you you're lying you know i've done a 30 pack over you know back when i would start at 10 in the morning and go until you know the wee hours of the morning i've done 30 36 beers like that how but- do you not get full Look at me, Bart. I got a lot of room, man. I'm fat as hell. Nah, you're about to what, 260? Yeah, 260, 270. So there's a lot of space to to be filled with beer. I think I do have a good skill of guessing people's weight. See, you know. What I, do you think I am? You'll overguess me. What do you think I am? I bet you are 185. Ooh, no, I'm 195. All right. That's, that's a lot in the gut. It doesn't look as big as it was for a couple weeks, like a few weeks ago. Wow. Not saying you were fat a few weeks ago, but it looks like you are. I don't know. (laughs) Jeff Orlowski, the Polish pipe bomb, actually brought you on here to talk Packers. 
Okay. And I want to talk about the draft, but then I'm also I'm also going to sabotage you. Okay. I'm also going to come at you because uh, I, I think you're a certain type of guy. I am. I, I am definitely a certain type of guy. Talk to you about that. All right. The Packers draft, 2018 draft, what did you think? You didn't like it. Why? Uh, many reasons. It was It was a very Packers draft. It was very arrogant draft. To draft three wide receivers on a hole on a team that has holes everywhere, defensive line, offensive line, tight end, linebacker, secondary, three wide receivers. You got to be shitting me. Throw a punter and a fucking long snapper in? A long snapper? Really? This is where we're at? They drafted like a team that just lost the Super Bowl. Not a team that missed the fucking playoffs. <laughs> You know, it yeah, was, but Rodgers got hurt. Okay. And, okay, so, yeah, Rodgers got hurt. We lived through the the wonderful experience that was Brett Hundley. And now we're going to live, now we have Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. And we think that's going to go better if the golden boy gets hurt again? Come on, man. You know, it's just, it was a bad draft. I'm not sold on Josh Jackson. Alexander, Josh Jackson is like the one thing people agree on about this Alexander, draft. I like. I just wish he was an, an inch or two taller. But, you know, you, you throw him in the tub with some miracle grow. who knows. But <laughs> Josh Jackson, you know, he's slow. Yes, he has quote-unquote ball skills. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> Hi, know, Bob. That's why you're not getting as much hours here. You're making jokes a nine-year-old would make. But he's slow. And we draft guys that get out. hurt. I like that that big <laughs> offensive lineman. That guy looks like a freaking lumberjack. Cole Madison. Oh, dude. He's like four feet wide. That guy is badass. I I, I predict good things. Well, Packer fans like him because he looks like Josh Sitton. Well, I hate Josh Sitton, but I, I like him because he's fat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I root for fat guys. Uh, they took a punter. Yeah, great. Wonderful. In the fifth round. Mm-hmm. But if you take a punter, you, he's probably a good punter. If you're going to draft a punter, you're probably getting a good punter. Punter? Come on, man. You know, you could sit there and, yes, we had a couple punting issues and blah, blah, blah. We have Aaron freaking Rodgers. Field position not important, Jeff? Not with Aaron Rodgers, it's not. If you're stuck with Mitch Trubisky or you're stuck with one of the other, you know, handful of teams that have absolute garbage at quarterback, then it's important. But... It's a fucking punter, man. You've got Aaron Rodgers to flip the field position. It doesn't make any sense. And it's, like I said, the three wide receivers, man, we've got holes everywhere. Take another lineman. Take, you know, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Would you, you like the draft? I did like the draft, Jeff. And now that's what I want to get into with you. Because... I, I'm really taking to heart that I was called a Packer apologist the other day on the air. Mm-hmm. Our friend Trell on the north side. Uh, T. T Money. His name's Trell. Everyone calls him Terrell. Right, which makes no sense even because he calls all the time. And I T-R-E-L-L. It says, it says Trell. Yeah. He called me a Packer apologist. And while I don't think I am, I, I'm definitely more Packer apologist than I am what you are, which is a... Uh, Packer hater a realistic Packer fan yes that is me no I don't think you are I think that there's a realistic I think realistic Packer fans are 
very, very, very few and far between. I don't think really they exist. I think you either get closer to you see what the Packers do, and then you justify what they did. Mm-hmm. So like you did. Would I like them to draft some edge rushers? Did I have a plan that they were going to draft a punter? No. But now that they did, I'm justifying it. Right. I'm justifying that they take a long snapper by saying, well, you know, I mean, you're going to have to compete anyway, and it's you would have cut the guy you would have taken. So I justify things. I've noticed. I do. That's okay. That's normal. It's human. But I think what you do is you, you, and this might be subconscious, I might be wrong, but you and people like you don't want to be Packer apologists. You don't want to fall into that trap. So you are quickly to be anti whatever they do do. Laugh at that joke, you little (laughs) nine-year-old bitch. (laughs) All right. So there are lots of Packer apologists here at this fine radio station. You got Gary Ellerson. You got Leroy Butler. Okay, they are way worse than me. Well, yeah, it doesn't get much worse than that. And then they were turning that on me against the Bucks, which I do want to bitch about to you, too. Okay. But, yes, there are a lot of Packer apologists. I think I'm a realistic Packer fan. I hate Mike McCarthy. I think he's garbage. He's mediocre Mike for a reason. I think he's worse than mediocre. He sucks. I want him fired. See, I already think that by saying that, you're too far the other way. But I give the Packers a lot of credit this offseason. Okay, they fired Dom Capers. And I go, okay, well, there's your fall guy. But then Thompson left. And then Edgar Bennett got got shit-canned as well. And they just kept firing and firing and firing. And it's great to see, but you got to cut the head off the snake. And so McCarthy should have been gone, but I'm glad that they didn't just fire Dom and, you know, just go business as usual. We're still going to, you know, we'll make the playoffs and be an early exit like always because we're the Packers, but cheer for us because we've got this small town charm. You know, it drives me nuts, man. I do think that McCarthy, this is like a power move. I mean, Mark Murphy was like, what is going on? And McCarthy's like, hey, man, he must have gotten his ear first because he's like, I can do this. I just, I need this, 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 this. So I think what Mark Murphy's doing is saying, McCarthy, this is your show now, but you've got to win. I really think there's a short window for him to win, Jeff. Like a I hope short, so, yeah. A short window. I don't think they're going to let mediocre Mike continue for, for too long. Well, they eliminated all of his excuses, you know? Right. Uh, so Dom is gone. Ted is gone. So, you know... It's it's good. That's another thing that I have a problem with, though. Ted Thompson should have not been at that draft table. Ted Thompson. But what did he do, Jeff? Who cares? It's a bad look for Gouda Cheese because Gouda <laughs> Cheese needs to take the bull by the horns and sit there and say, this is my show. I'm in charge. Maybe he wanted him there. Well, then that shows that he's weak. Now, I don't understand. How's that weak? When I first started and took over, and if I had a problem, I'd send Wicket a message and say, hey, what would you do in this situation? Did Wicket sit on your lap when you started doing the show? No. No. Okay. See, I, I managed tons of other, you know, businesses and stuff before I got into uh, into this, you know, hugely lucrative market. Yeah, we need, market. To, we need to explore how the fuck you got here someday. Okay, so I have, you know, I've I've hired and fired hundreds of people. That sucks. And it's it's okay. It is what it is. But, you know, it doesn't matter. If you come up to me and say, hey, 
I'm sorry, I've got a new job that I can't pass up. I'm putting in my two-week notice. I will sit there and say thank you. I will shake your hand and tell you to get the fuck out right now. Because I I don't need you for two weeks. Get out. I'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll but the Packers moved Ted. Ted didn't quit. Right. Exactly. That's even more of a reason for him to be shown the door right away. The Brewers did the same thing with Doug Melvin. Yeah, I saw Doug Melvin last week. Hey, how's his hair? Good. Yeah, that guy's got good hair. Uh, so, but you got to sit there, and if you're going to move on, throw them on the street. That's how it goes, man. It's a bad look. Gouda Cheese did not look like the boss because his old boss was sitting at the table. I don't know. He I, he looked like the boss to me. I, I don't think anybody, I mean, the Packers traded down and people panicked. Ted, Ted, Ted. Were you like that? Oh, hell, I was pissed. I didn't That's say Ted. Wh- I didn't say Ted, but I was furious when they traded out. <sighs> See that I think that there's two there's no middle anymore. You know the funny thing is, man, when I moved up here from Chicago and people don't let things simmer, it's blah. Oh, I know. It's instant reaction, instant anger. But when I moved up here cuz I listened to when uh when I was growing up and everything, I always listened to sports talk radio in Chicago. And so when I moved up here, I was like, "Oh, thank God. I get away from all these idiot, you know, people in Chicago where the Bears win a game, they're going to the Super Bowl." They lose a game. They're the worst team. They're never going to win again. And I come up here, and it's the exact same thing. You know, so I, I think it's nationwide. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's sad. It's sad. But, you know, I don't usually fly too far off the handle when it comes to the Packers. But I now that I have to invest in them over $10,000 every single year, yeah, you buy I take this seat, shit yeah. personal, man. I take it personal. And if they're going to piss my money away on a fucking sledding hill, you know, I don't expect you to trade down from 14. But the two things are unrelated. Bullshit. They're unrelated. Trading down from 14 and a sledding hill, they're unrelated. There is money that could be used to improve the football team that's being There's used. There's a salary cap. Right. Coaching. You can get better Coaches. So are you telling me you're one of those people that are pissed about the sledding hill because you'd rather that money go to a new strength and conditioning coach? Yes. Um, that's unfucking real to me. You're happy with the sledding hill because you can drink your hot fucking cocoa up there with your pink ear but muffs? The, the Come two on, things bro. are unrelated. They're not unrelated. They've got $400 million for a rainy day, at least. Okay. But they could take money and get a new strength and conditioning coach anytime. And the fact that you're someone that's mad at the strength and conditioning coach, that's it's too far. That's too far for me. How many hamstring pulls you got to see, brother? That's unlucky. Unlucky. Oh. Now, is this oh. being a Packer apologist? Because I, I don't want to be one. I want to, I think I, I think I'm the most rational guy on this station, believe it or not. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> no, you, you know, the sad thing is you probably are. I keep it real. Ish. But I do wonder if there is a part of me that doesn't want to. I don't want. I, I I do feel there's a part of me that does see the move first and then react rather than. Well, I, I want them to do this. I don't want them to draft. I don't want them to draft punter. No matter what, that's stupid. I don't have that philosophy. I see what they do. I wonder if part of me does justify what they do. Because I think it's the more rational thing to do. That's a lot of doo-doo. 
But I will tell you that we already did that one. I know, but it was funny the first time. There was a lot, uh, you know, like you got Sparky who sits there and, well, I don't want the Packers to move on from Mike McCarthy because, you know, then Aaron Rodgers has to learn a whole new system and and he's a veteran now. And so I said I want to give McCarthy tenure. Well, yeah, and you you call yourself rational? Come on, that that's (laughs) stupid. That's stupid. We've seen this fat idiot make the same mistakes year after year after year, <laughs> and it's time to change. Good morning, everybody. Let him waste another five years of Aaron Rodgers, and then we have Favre and Rodgers back-to-back, and we end up with two rings. Okay, that is that unacceptable. Is, I hate that. I, I do not like that. We have two rings. That's it? We have two rings. What's your goal? To be fucking average? The NFL, it's so... Look how this, the Eagles just won a Super Bowl. Look at all the bounces and twists and turns for them to win. Yeah, well, they did it with a backup quarterback. And then they had two calls that should have been reversed in that Super Bowl that did not get reversed because the NFL just changed the catch rule in the week off. And, and Philly benefited. Otherwise, New England would have won again. But, see, there's so much luck that goes into winning a Super Bowl. Skill, skill, skill. But there's so much luck that to only win one, I would like them to win the Super Bowl every year. Of course I would. But I'm realistic in that it won't happen. So is Belichick a fucking leprechaun? If it's all luck, if there's See, so much and luck, then luck, we luck. are comparing them to the Patriots, who is a it's a once in a lifetime thing that they're doing. Oh, so the Packers shouldn't compare themselves to the Patriots. I they should just accept that they are not as good of a franchise as New England, and they have no chance. How of are you gonna, ever becoming as good of a franchise as New England? No, I don't think I don't think anyone will ever do that again. They lucked into it. No, they didn't luck into it. <laughs> I have to use my words right because my, sometimes but Barty thinky, Barty not say. Okay, and then I get in trouble for that. I'm not gonna yell at you. I just I want to be concise with what I'm trying to say. Um, I think that the Patriots is such a rare occurrence that if you're the Packers, you look at all these other teams that have won Super Bowls over the last 10 years. I mean, the Saints have one, Colts Seahawks. have one, the Broncos have one, Seahawks have one. The Patriots have ruined the curb curve for everybody. I would like that to be how the Packers are. And there's situations where they should have beat the Giants at Lambeau. And they should have beat, you know, who else beat them? They should have beat, I can't even think I blocked them all out. Yeah, well, Seattle. Seattle, my God. They should have won the Super Bowl. That Yeah, how did I get that one? They clearly should have won those. Atlanta blowing their fucking doors off year after year. I I do. I do think that if you're going to compare yourself to New England, it's like comparing... It's like me it's like me wanting to climb a tree, not getting to the top and then pissed that a rocket man went to space. It's just they're on a, they've been able to be on another level. I don't think that's a realistic level to be on. And what they've done is almost two different teams. If you want to count the old 3 and then the current 2 that they've won, it's it's kind of been two different teams. The constant was Brady and Belichick, sure, but it's sort of been like Two completely different teams. Yeah, they're a team you that got your Ty Laws, lost. you got your Malcolm Butlers. Yeah. Right? So And there was a ten year gap. And okay. if the Packers win a Super Bowl, they'll be it'll be like another team than it was in twenty ten. I just if you're if you're a Packer fan that's so worried about the Patriots, I I don't think you're ever gonna find joy in anything. 
You've won two Super Bowls in the last 25 years. It took your precious Cubs 108 years to win one. The Cubs never had the greatest player in baseball ever. Yeah, they did. Andre Dawson's son. Well, yeah, true that. I love him, man. I liked him. I liked Rhino. I liked Grace. Grace I like those 80s Cubs teams. Oh, you know, Leon Durham, Shawan, Dunstan, all those guys, man. That that was my youth. But, you know, I will tell you, it's I do not I, I hate when these people oh well excluding the Patriots. Hell no, man. I'm not I'm not gonna give in and and accept second place at best. I I strive for greatness, the, Bart. The other problem in this is that they've never faced off in a Super Bowl. Now, if the Patriots would have beaten them in a Super Bowl, I could have, I can come to your side more. Well, but they've never been able to face New England in a Super Bowl because the that, Packers so rarely get there. Right, right, and that's been the fault of their own too. Yeah, of their coaching, of their front office, and of a lot of their players. So. It has been. I, I just I expect greatness out of this team, man. I, I'm not one to sit there and, oh, accept the Patriots. No. Get up there. Kick their ass. It is what it is. You know, and, uh, oh, there goes Gary wearing his Packer underwear. Surprised he doesn't have a Packer head tattoo. Let me bring up Gary for a second. Gary Ellerson on the big show. Uh, because they came after me for being – very positive about the Bucks. How dare you? Now, what I said about the Bucks was I think they can win a first round playoff series. Oh my God. And I really, really did think they could. Yeah. And they, and they almost did. Yes, they did. I don't think I'm a Bucks apologist. No, I don't either. I think you look at the Bucks happier than those guys do. Sparky, he's been miserable and down on the Bucks for a couple months. Well, now. he's had to do 10 seasons of post game shows where he's watched. In full, some terrible games. Well, I can see how he gets discouraged. And every road game that the Bucks played against Boston was terrible as well. So, you know, but no, man, just because you're thinking positive and you're rooting for the team that you love, I'm not going to call you an apologist. The fact that you try to justify a fifth-round punter for the Packers, that makes you an apologist. But, you know, it was funny because I talked to Sparky. We were talking off the air one time, and I said – if the Bucks beat the Celtics here, you know, what's it going to take for Prunty to keep his job? And he goes, oh, well, they got to go to the finals. I said, the finals of what? Because the goal this year was to get out of the first round. So if Prunty would have got him out of the first round, mission accomplished. Now, if Prunty would have got him out of the fi- first round and got him to game seven against Philadelphia, that's mission way over accomplished. And if he would have won and even lost in the Eastern finals, you know, I don't, I don't understand how you can't. Were bring you him worried back. they were going to keep him, or did you want it? Do you want them to keep him? No, I, I want him gone. I want him. But gone. you were worried if they won a first round series, they'd keep him. No, I thought if they won two rounds, that that, that he he, would stay. he had to get to the finals, which is bullshit though, because the goal was to get out of the first round, and you had Kid who rightly got fired, and then Prunty comes in, and if he gets you there, you got you can't say it's not a successful season. I do have a regret with Jason Kidd is that I didn't switch my Twitter avatar to fire kids soon enough. Yeah. I never, that avatar went around. You couldn't tell who was tweeting who. And I was, I swear to you, uh, the game that he got fired before, if they would have lost that game, I was switching my avatar to hashtag fire kid, which I think would be sort of a, a kind of a, a statement since we have nice, a nice relationship with the box. Yeah. 
So I thought that would have been uh, okay. That's you know you yeah. got a nice relationship with the Bucks and your morning show guy has fired Kid as his avatar. I thought that would have been you know that's something. Yeah, I mean, that's, that would have been a powerful statement. The thing with me with Prunty though. The problem with with the Bucks under Kid, there was no offense. No, they didn't right. run any sets. There's no set plays. Defense was shit. Then you know, and then Prenti comes in. There's no offensive sets. They don't run any plays, and the defense is still shit. So what's the difference? So I'm I'm certainly not a Bucks apologist. No, absolutely not. But I rooted. I I want. I thought they could win a first round playoff series, and then people were coming at me like I was delusional. There were tweets out there that says Jabari Parker should not play the rest of the series. I thought after two games, that is a really bold and dumb thing to say. All of a sudden, I'm a Jabari Parker apologist. Yeah. Which I don't understand. Dude, Buck's Twitter has got some very, very big problems. And uh, there's a lot of you guys out there listening now that are part of it, and you're part of the problem. I call them psychos. Well, they are. To their face. Twitter face. They They are. are, There's people that are lunatics. Uh, A lot of them. All right. So let me ask you a question. You listen to my show. I do. Am I who am I an apologist like in general? With the three teams? No. Like I said, your positivity towards the Bucks does not make you an apologist. You know, everybody wanted to had him dead and buried after after game two. You were the first one and the only one at the station. Well, what if we come back after the weekend and it's tied two two? Oh, guess what? It was freaking tied two to two. So no, I don't, you know, I don't think that, um, you know, and we all have our weak spots, man. You know, I love Jet Bandy. Guess what? Jet Bandy sucks. Um, here, here's something that I don't like about uh, working. Well, I, I mean, I like, here's something that I wish was easier to overcome. Okay. I'll say. When I said I thought the Bucks would win a first round playoff series back in January. People said, why? And, you know, I stretched to give them reasons, but my reason was I just, I think that they'll figure it out and turn it on in, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Once I said, well, I think the Packers, they they looked like shit. I think Hunley was playing. They played the Bears. Well, why are they going to beat the Bears? Packers are terrible. I said, Bears are terrible. Right. They'll, they'll beat them. Well, we need more reasoning than that. I, I feel like sometimes people either want to hear blitz a gap or cover two will beat the bears soft zone or the bucks will run a pick and roll over the Celtics trap. And it's like, I just, I, if I, if I, if if my thought process isn't that deep on why I think something will happen, then I don't want to, I don't want to fake and go into deep stuff. Well, those are the same idiots that got on your ass when you guaranteed that the Packers were going to win the NFC North last season. Which they did not. They did not. But these people need to chill out. Every single word that comes out of your mouth isn't the freaking gospel. No. You know? Half because, the times I don't remember what I say. Exactly. So, you know, these people got, you know, they get their panties in a bunch. You know, it's it's unreal, man. But, you know, you just, you do a great job and you, you can't sit there and take it seriously. Because I do think- some of these people, man, they're stuck in their mom's basement and it, it sucks. It's got to suck for them. You know, and I'm not saying that we're perfect because we talk a lot of shit and sometimes it's true and sometimes it doesn't work out to be true. But, you know, if I sit there and I, I talk to my neighbor every single day on a bus stop, kids get on the bus and we talk sports for a half hour, 45 minutes. Oh, that should be the show. You know, <laughs> that should be a show. Yeah, me and a neighbor. 
But, you know, he's been right. I've been right. We've both been wrong. Yeah, I don't know why. And I don't know why. Like, freezing cold takes. It's funny when people have, like, really bad takes, but it's almost like people are keeping scores sometimes. I don't oh, care yeah. if I'm wrong. Oh, I know. I know. I, Sometimes people do, like, too much. Dude, I'm wrong a hundred times a day. Ask my wife. She'll tell you it's a million. So, I, you know, I'm not scared to be wrong. We're all going to be wrong. I just, I want to, I want to be genuine, and I want to come off like I'm not being an apologist. With the Packers draft, I do see myself seeing what happens first and then doing a little bit of justification. Should they have drafted a punter? I can't even get myself to say no, Jeff. <laughs> I can't. They drafted a fucking long snapper. I can't get myself to criticize it. I know. I can't get myself to do it, and I, I don't know. I don't think that's a Packer thing. And really, me criticizing the Packers should be the easiest of all. I think when we have this job, we cover Bucks games, and we cover Brewers games. And I'm, I'm at Miller Park a lot more than I've been at the Bradley Center, but I'm never at Lambeau Field. Right. So I should be able to feel comfortable about saying whatever I want about the Packers. I really, I shouldn't let any of that bother me anyway, but you, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and just rip on like Chris Davis every goddamn day of the summer where the whole city turns on him because I know that I'm going to have to go into the locker room and see Chris Davis. So the same with, you know, the current Brewers, if if Oliver Drake sucks, which I, I think people were overblown on that. I mean, Absolutely, they were. I like Drake. Uh, he had a really Oliver bad Oliver Drake, not the stupid singer that sucks ass. <laughs> but if I'm sitting here, and if I'm if I'm being what people want to hear, I think sometimes when they turn on the radio, which is an echo, and I'm saying, ah, Drake sucks, Drake sucks, Drake sucks, I go into the clubhouse, whether I talk to Drake or not, they, they get wind that this guy's ripping on the Brewers all the time. And then, you know, I kind of lose the ability to talk to people and get access and do my job. So there is there is that part of it. It hasn't really happened to me in an extreme way at this point. But if I'm sitting here bashing someone and bashing and bashing and bashing, and then I have to go down there and see them, that's, that's a weird thing. It's weird as long as you're honest. You know, if... If okay, so say the, you know the big show we had what Bakhtiari on every every week last last season. So now if Bakhtiari gives up fourteen sacks in week one, and if there's a person on this station that won't come on the air and say Bakhtiari sucked bad last week, then you know that it's affecting their job, which it can't. You know, there's a, you can sit there and and kind of rip on these guys if they deserve it. You know, you go 0 for 18 from the plate. You know, you're in a slump there, Johnny VR. You know, I don't care if you come on the on deck show or you call into the post game show or you know whatever. You know, we're gonna say that you suck because you went 0 for 18. If you can't do that, you know, then it's a problem. But d- does that mean that you know Braun goes 0 for 3 and then has a day off the next day and we should you know? We should go after them with pitchforks and torches? No, of course not. I feel like there is a lot of that, pitchforks and torches. Oh, yeah, there is. And so a lot of me, I, I, I'm like trying to change human behavior. <laughs> and I'm trying to change the way that Twitter works. And that ain't going to happen. I don't know. I don't know what. No, everybody sits there. Like when I, I was down in Florida with the family and, you know, I was wearing my Packer hat and stuff. Oh, are you from Wisconsin? Yeah. Oh, the people there are so nice. Where? 
Wisconsin, they're just as freaking mean as they are everywhere else in the country. You know what I hate the fucking most? What's that? Uh, and I, I have not done this yet, and that's my fault. I got lazy. When teams come here mm-hmm. and fans travel here, and then you'll see in the Charlotte Observer an editorial, went to Lambeau, had the best time, the people were wonderful. Yeah. If you're the person writing that in Charlotte, what are you writing that? What, what are you doing? Why are you writing that? Why are, you, why are you doing that? Basically calling us a bunch of wussies. No, I don't know. Are you making yourself feel? Why are you doing that? Why Why would you do that? Well, you know, I don't know. Come on. So when I go to these road, uh, road, away games, even if I have a terrible experience, I want to write that paper and say, um, oh, I had the best time, the best time. I think if I wrote the Seattle whatever it is out there, because I think that might be the one we go to, if I write the Seattle times right hey i had a great time blah blah blah. they're just gonna throw it away but we're so rinky dink around here sometimes Uh we publish that shit so not only do they write the seattle or the charlotte observer and charlotte's like what am i gonna do with this they send that over to uh the press gazette in green bay and then it's fucking front page news of course it is what is that well because wisconsin hurts themselves patting themselves on the back all the time and i love wisconsin i love it here you know but you guys aren't that nice you know, you're just as fucking rude as the people in Chicago. And a lot of them, a lot of you guys, are even more two-faced than they are down in Chicago. You know, my favorite thing about Milwaukee is, uh, and really Wisconsin, but specifically to Milwaukee, and I like the Gus just Johnson example. Jesus, Bart. Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson. He signs to do some Bucks games. People are like, why is Gus Johnson coming to Milwaukee? But then... What do we always say? Milwaukee's so great. Milwaukee's so great. Uh-huh. And then if someone else says, man, I love Milwaukee. Why do you like Milwaukee? Oh, I know. <laughs> What's that? What is that? <laughs> what sort of thing in your brain lets you boast up your town, boost up your town, but then if someone else from the outside says it, I mean, Bill Dude, still gets a- shit from me from Cincinnati. He's lived here for 20 years. Dude, it's the same thing. I can talk shit about my Someone kids. once called me, I'm an outsider because I'm from Fond du Lac and not from fucking Greendale. Yeah, idiots. You know, I can I'm talk- I'm not an outsider. I can talk crap about my kids, but if you talk crap about my kids, then we got a fucking problem. You know what I mean? But it's, the, but it's that with the nice thing. Like, I can talk nice about my kids, but if you talk nice about my kids, what is wrong with you, you sick fuck? <laughs> What is that? What is that? Dude, people are just so whacked out now. You know, it's 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 unreal, man. It's just it's unreal. It blows my mind every day. People get pissed off over the sport. And you know, the sad thing is is that I do too, man. I I I went off on a on a lady at the grocery store a couple days ago. So, you know, it, it is what it is. What happened? She was bagging my groceries and I'm getting ready to leave, and she looks at me, and she goes, have a blessed day. And that fucking set me off, man. Keep your damn religion to yourself. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Come on, man. Have a blessed day, sir. Yeah, fuck off. That's why you do the checkout lane yourself. I'm not doing that until they give me the employee discount. Why do I have to do their fucking work for them and still pay full price? You want to get it done right? There should be a discount to that. Yeah. But then too many people would do it. They've got four or six checkout lanes. They still got an old lady standing there. 
eyeballing the hell out of you like you're a freaking criminal because you're using the lanes that they want you to use so they don't have to hire more people. But you do get a discount if you bring your own bag. I'm not doing that either. Yeah, that I that, who who keeps the who uses the same bag every time they go to the grocery store. Weird. What is wrong with you? Fucking hippies, man. Uh, get, honey, have you seen my grocery store bag? I'm just gonna run and get a few quick things. What they store got are you bags going today? at the store, honey. <laughs> yeah, but I want my special. Uh, it's the Target one. They give me five cents off. Yeah, eco friendly. Yeah, I'm saving the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you also have saved here every bag you've ever collected. We're not going to use these either. Well, you can't throw them away. You never know, dear. <laughs> you never know when you'll need them. Yeah. Uh, Jeff oh. Orlowski. Now I'm mad. Yeah, I'm mad too. I'm mad. What do you want out of this job? <laughs> <laughs> Get rich? No, you know, I just, I would love, the, the my end goal is to be on a show like you are so you know i don't care morning afternoon weekends they start a new thing at night six to eight something like that i i that's all i want that's all i want i'm not i don't i'm not looking to sit there and use this to get a sports talk job in chicago i'm not gonna you know sit there and 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 follow a chick to kansas city you know hey it helped me oh absolutely the greatest so, thing that ever happened in my life <laughs> you know, I I want to stay around here, and that's that's what I want. You know, so my my end goal, if if everything, if you know, if everything worked out perfect, I would love to be Tony Kornheiser's replacement for PTI. <laughs> it's my favorite show in the world. I watch it every single day, and that would be my dream. <laughs> but considering I got a fucking face for radio. And I could barely put together three sentences at a time with A, without swearing, or B, stumbling over my words. I don't think I have too much of a shot. So we'll see. Do you think Josh Hader should start? No. Good. Those people are stupid. I was about to to punch you. Josh Hader is in the perfect role. You don't touch it. You leave the kid alone and let him dominate. I'm going to bring this up. uh, When are we taping this? On a Wednesday? I'm going to bring this up on tomorrow's show. I think when Corey Knavel gets back, I've talked about this a little today, but I want to make it a call-in topic because people actually call the show now. We must finally have listeners. Nice. I think when uh, when Knavel gets back and you have a situation like Hater the other night, I don't think Council's going to bring in Knavel. I hope not. Jeffress last night, dude. I don't think I don't. Corey Knavel is going to come in. Less than he would have if he didn't get hurt. Oh, well, of course. Corey Knable, man, you want to talk about destroying your value while you're not even playing? Jeffress, not even last night. This whole season, man, lights out. Lights out. But he- I like what the, I, I hope that he's not the closer. I don't want a closer. I want I want if it's in the sixth inning and Council says, God, we need these two outs. It's 5-3. Bases are loaded. J.J., I wouldn't care if he goes to Corey there. Yeah. See, and I'm the same way. Corey, I think, from based on last year, is more like, I need the ninth. Because remember, he came in the eighth and it kind of got rattled a little bit. Yeah. But Hader and Jeffers aren't in that makeup. I, 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 I really think Council is going to, or he's trying to be uh, like a pioneer in the bullpen. 
And I and I and I think that's the way baseball is going. It is, and I, it should because I. There's think, no reason to have just a closer unless you play fantasy and you want saves. The closer role is stupid. That's why you get in a league that has saves and holds. Hey, especially with all the the amount of money that the closers are getting paid. You know, one inning, maybe three times a week, maybe. You know, you blow the other team out, you sit. You lose, you sit. So, you know, that's a good job. I would love to have that job. You know, get paid a shit ton of money and not have to do much. Uh, manager? Yeah. Yeah, in, in the AL. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Wake me up in the six, guys. Just have your first base coach do the outfield uh, scouting, have your third base coach do the infield, and... I'll scout yeah. the cheerleaders in the clubhouse, man. <laughs> you just sit there, look nervous, and uh, you know, put in put in Craig Kimball when he needs to go in. I would just, I would have to. It would have to be twenty years ago where I'd be like Jim Leland sitting there smoking in the dugout. I'd love it, but uh, and then I'd you'd bring a little of the Red Sox bullpen and be eating chicken and drinking beer during the game too. Maybe not the best to put on my resume. David Wells threw a perfect game, hungover. Yep. Hero, hashtag over. hero. He was out partying with the SNL people the night before. Another dominant fat man. You kind of look like David Wells. Thank you. You know what I used I used to get back when I was skinnier, and I I don't know why the long hair had to do with it, but people used to say I looked like Carrie Wood with glasses on. But that was before I got real fat. When did you get real fat? <sighs> After I got married. Yeah. Realized life was over. <laughs> no, it probably yeah, actually it might have been after my first kid was born when my soul got broken. <laughs> the Polish pipe bomb coming to a show near you, a part in the interruption near you. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Love you, Bart.